0: Hi, this is Steve, and welcome to the Trained Professionals Podcast. right, so for those of you who were listening last year, about a month ago actually, um... Is when I was supposed to do these But it is the TPP Awards Or I guess for the radio show The TPS Award Trained Professional Show Awards um, So last year We had the It's going to be the exact same awards Same names, same everything So it was kind of uh, How do I say this? It was in the context of last year's NFL season But I think it carries over For the most part uh, So the awards are MVP, Most Valuable Player, MTAP, Most Talked About Player, uh, the Unknown Player Award, uh, the Heineke, the Best QB Award, the Campbell, Best Coach, uh, the Riverboat Ron Award, uh, the O'Brien, which is the Worst Coach, the Inconsistency Award, uh, the Rookie of the Year, and Fantasy Player of the Year. So... It was convenient because I had all of these written down on one sheet of paper, so I'm going to have to remember who each of my picks were. But luckily for MVP, uh, I remember. I thought this year it was going to be Tom Brady for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but... Um, He only actually received two votes, I think. Actually, no, he received 10 votes, and Cooper Cup received one, whereas Aaron Rodgers received 39. I didn't think it was going to be that much of a landslide, considering the fact that the man led the league in passing yards and a whole bunch of other categories that I'm not remembering right now uh, over Rodgers, and Rodgers still got the award over him it's just kind of ridiculous that he is 44 and was still producing at that rate at that time so oh and uh honorable mention for this is uh josh allen even though he didn't have the stats he played the best which i'm going to get into later but in my heart he's my mvp all right <laughs> Get out of here. Come on. All right. So the next award is the MTAP, the most talked about player. I have two for this one. One of them is kind of recency bias. Actually, kind of both of them are, I would say. But... Uh, Joe Burrow and Eli Apple. I'm giving him a tie. Um, Joe Burrow for entirely different reasons than Eli Apple. Uh, the Eli Apple drama started back, like, I think when they first made the playoffs or maybe beat the Raiders right after the first round. I'm not sure, but... Um, I mean, most of you should know about it if you follow football. Pretty much he can't play cornerback that well. I mean, he was like a draft bust, and he made it into like an average player, like a CB2, fringe CB2, you know, probably a CB3 on most teams. But for the Bengals, he was a starter, and he roasted Saints fans and Giants fans for just no reason whatsoever. And then he was terrible in the Super Bowl against Tyreek Hill, um, and was not so great in the divisional round, uh, or not divisional round, AFC Championship against the Chiefs, or jeez, the Super Bowl against uh, Odell Beckham, Cooper Cup, and uh, Robert Woods. My bad, jeez, I completely messed that up, but. Um, Pretty much after the Super Bowl, everybody was roasting him, including mostly the Chiefs players, um, because he was talking a lot of trash to them. Uh, So everyone was talking about him pretty much. And then next up is Joe Burrow, uh, both on the same team. Um, Joe Burrow was kind of the storyline throughout the playoffs this year. Um, He was absolutely incredible this year. He won comeback player of the year. Uh, There's not really much to say there. He's just really good at quarterback. Uh, Bengals were like – actually, I'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, Joe Burrow, fantastic second year. And, yeah, I'd say he was talked about the most. All right, unknown player award. Hmm. Actually, I think this is what I was going to do. I remember who I was going to give it to. Um, Taylor Heineke, same as last year. And and really the Washington football team in general, no one really cares that much about them. (laughs) They were... Terrible Mediocre And no one Really talks about them They're, they're kind of The unknown team of the league uh, Shout out to my boy Tom Who helped me With these awards Last year uh, He hated that I gave This award to Taylor Heineke But um, It's still the case Washington football team Is still ter- Oh They are now The Washington Commanders uh, News In case Any of you Haven't heard that I, I'm still used to Calling them The Washington football team And their Previous name Which shall not be named Um Okay, next up is the Heineke Award uh, for the best quarterback. Uh, In my opinion, this has got to go to Josh Allen. Um, Even though Tom Brady was the most valuable player, I'd say Josh Allen, down the stretch, was the best quarterback in the entire NFL. You can make that argument. Um. Yeah, I I don't care if anyone says it's biased. If you watch the way he played in the Chiefs game and the only perfect game in NFL history against the New England Patriots, no, no, where no, they no. scored they scored on no. seven drives, seven out of seven drives so they scored a touchdown every single one. Josh Allen was absolutely incredible. You could see the potential. I think next year he has got to be one of the favorites for MVP. Um, if not Offensive Player of the Year or something like that but um, yeah best quarterback definitely goes to him All right, next up is the Campbell Uh, Campbell Award is the Best Coach Award named after Brian Campbell of the Detroit Lions who is an absolute beast Um, he's an honorable mention every single time because he's got to be like one of the best coaches in the NFL Uh, just for his Absolute courage and heart and determination. What a man. Brian Campbell, someone I definitely listen to. Or look up to. Um so the best coach award is gonna go to Zach Taylor of the Bengals. I was talking about Joe Burrow earlier. Um who won it this year? Mike Vrabel for the Tennessee Titans won the award this year. Uh, pretty deserved, I would say With a team that would centered around Derrick Henry, having him be injured And still getting the one seed Okay, fine Zach Taylor took a team that was I think like like 4-11 and 11 last year Or 4-12, and 12, something like that it, they, they were awful um, And took them to the Super Bowl I don't know if there's much more to say Bengals, crazy year, crazy turnaround Um Truly, he deserved the award, in my opinion. I thought it was going to go to Matt LaFleur uh, because he hasn't won it yet, and the Packers were incredible also, but uh, LaFleur had a lot more resources than Rabel and Taylor. Okay, next up, the Riverboat Ron Award goes to Riverboat Ron. Uh that's all I have to say about that. the O'Brien, the worst coach this year uh named after Bill O'Brien, the worst coach in n f l history uh this is going to go to urban Meyer um, he might actually need to have the award named after him after what he did this year because jeez, that was bad, like especially towards the end, just rumors, terrible coaching, terrible team. Terrible mixture of all of the things That you do not want in an NFL Franchise Um, But yeah I think he definitely Deserves that award Okay Uh, The inconsistency award I actually had to think about this one And it was written down on my handy dandy Piece of paper that was hidden from me Or stolen from me Um, Let's see If I can remember it Uh, We'll come back to that in a second. All right. Rookie of the year. uh, I think it goes to Jamar Chase or Micah Parsons. NFL got this one right. Um, I can't decide between the two of them because both of them were dominant in their own ways. So, uh, you know what? Yeah, I'll split it up this year. Uh, Defensive player goes to Micah Parsons. Offensive player goes to Jamar Chase. Overall, too close to call. I I can't exactly decide. All right fantasy player of the year as much as i'd want to give it to josh allen also after being the number one quarterback in fantasy two years in a row i'm going to give it to cooper cup for winning the triple count crown at receiving leading the league in touchdowns receptions and receiving yards absolute beast every single week he was always a threat to put up like 50 every single time that he was going to play so i think that uh, concludes the tpp awards uh the inconsistency award Um, i totally (laughs) yeah i'm totally blanking on it i don't know i think i gave it to do y'all remember who i gave it to no well all right that's too bad i'll put it on the story later if i could find the piece of paper but uh it definitely goes to somebody so that's that's the best i can give you okay um let's get into some headlines i'm gonna go over these real quick aaron Rodgers um expected to be a packer or retire this year he is not looking to go to any other team and the asking price for him is 50 million dollars is he worth it um for me if the packers bring back adams and rogers um this would be a last push for them so for that championship um But I think they've shown time and time again that they can't really push through to that level. They always choke in the playoffs. Adams is pretty upset with the Packers in negotiations. Uh, It really hasn't been going anywhere. Um, He... I think. All right. Here's the report. Uh, another source claims if he is franchise tagged, there is a good chance he holds out in 2022, as he should because he is worth more than a franchise tag. Um, so, moral of the story is: pay your players, make them happy. Oh, and the Packers are actually looking to re-sign Rodgers um, for 50 million. They were looking to clear cap space, but. Um still hasn't happened yet. Um a few other rumors. Deshaun Watson is might be going to the Buccaneers. Um they had a trade in place but Uh, They're waiting for his off-field issues to be resolved, which they have not been yet. Um, If this is true, does this make them the main threat in the NFC? Uh, This is in the post that I'm reading. Um, If they can re-sign all the players that are on free agency, yeah, Buccaneers, um, they still need to do that. Also... Another report is that they're happy with Blaine Gabbert being their QB1. Um, nobody should be happy with Blaine Gabbert being their QB1 because he's terrible. Uh, he's the guy who actually had Colin Kaepernick benched. Like, he was better than him, so they benched Kaepernick. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, he, he's pretty terrible. But uh, And then another rumor, Giants are shopping Saquon Barkley. Um I don't know what the price would be for him. I think at that at this point he's a bust because of the injury concerns. That's always the concern with running backs is their health. Uh, top landing spots include Buffalo, Seattle, Houston, and Tampa Bay. As much as I'd like a weapon like Saquon in Buffalo, it's just not worth it. Um, if the, unless it's like for like a fifth round pick, like the Marshawn Lynch deal, I think his was a fourth round pick, and Buffalo traded him away, which would be different. Um, Packers looking to shop. Jordan Love. Um, no one wants to trade for him. That's the that's the thing. Um, because the Packers asking price is probably like a second round pick or maybe even a first. He's just not worth it. We haven't seen anything of it. Christian McCaffrey, uh, Panthers are willing to let him go this offseason. Uh I don't doubt it. I think they were shopping him last offseason. It just didn't happen. I think they're also looking for a first-round pick. Yeah. Uh, multiple assets in return. One of them needs to be a first-round pick i don't think anybody's gonna pay that much for him especially with the deal he's on i think he's the highest paid running back in the nfl uh mike williams chargers wide receiver looking for big money also um yeah i mean he's good just is he big money good no probably not wide receiver two highest i would pay him is probably what like what's a going rate for a wide receiver two Eight mil a year. Like, he's pretty good. I mean, but big bucks for like wide receiver one money would be like, I think 20. 22 million a year or something that, that that's just a lot of money and uh i don't think he's worth it uh mitch trubisky maybe be getting his starting job back after having a year in buffalo um maybe i don't know it, it, he didn't really show anything showing that he could be a starter in the league but um you know if he gets the job, God bless his soul, but <laughs> anybody who makes him a starter, I feel like this is a Mike Lennon situation all over again, except he has a little bit more um, popularity than Mike Lennon ever had. uh let's see. Russell Wilson, uh, would lift his trade clause for only two destinations, Denver and Washington. I don't get why he'd want to go to Washington, Denver. I understand, but, um, reliability score on this one, four out of 10. I don't think he's going to be traded. He is a. I, I don't think he's ever going to leave Seattle. If he was going to, I think it would have been last year. Uh, Cleveland Browns, not opposed to having a open QB competition heading into next season. Uh, um, targets are not limited, are uh, targets include but are not limited to Marcus Mariota and Mitchell Trubisky. Would you rather have Trubitsky or Baker Mayfield? I'd say they're about equal. Um, and that's it for football headlines. Uh really the slow season free agency hasn't kicked in or uh so we'll see what happens with all the free agents this season but i think it'd be interesting if like adams went somewhere else uh, see what the packers would do with rogers uh, if there's no adams i don't think that you should have a rogers but um and I think Rodgers is worth 50 million for like a last ride but then I think they got to go into a tank after that and try to draft players. <laughs> let's get into some baseball. All right. I have one thing written down in my notes for this one. Uh, the football one was a little bit more detailed. Still haven't found that, uh, you're not going to get that inconsistency award for a while. Probably it's hidden somewhere in the studio around here. Still looking for it, but, um, lockout. That's, that's the only thing I have written down because that is the only thing there is to talk about. Um, okay so uh the cba is up for uh debate right now so um yeah pretty much the owners and the players can't agree uh, a lot of people are on the players side saying that the owners have a little bit too much power and they are still greedy and players want their rights um and it will be Players Association is not budging, and neither will the owners. And today, or well, it's March 1st now, uh, 109 in the morning on Tuesday, Um, it was supposed to have, all right, so the rule was, is they were supposed to have come to an agreement by yesterday, February 28th, uh, or else the regular season would not start on time, uh, the full 162 game season. So, they still haven't reached an agreement. Um, The owners did agree to a draft lottery in Universal DH, uh, which would be seen, like, you know, this season, starting this season. Maybe next season. I think it it would be this season, but if it were to happen. But, yeah, if you go to the MLB website right now, um, all of the players... Are completely blacked out because right now the MLB doesn't have their rights. Um, I don't exactly know what that entails for like contract ext- contract extensions and stuff like that because the thing is, uh, I have two reports right here as to. Oh, I forgot to shout out um, at Uncovered NFL for all of the sports updates um, for football. And I'm getting pretty much all of these from uh, MLB on Fox. But um, first one here, Juan Soto declined a 13-year, $300 million contract extension from the Nationals. That's a lot of money <laughs> And uh, I I mean it's It kind of says something That I mean If he really wanted to be On the Nationals I think he would have Taken that deal I think uh, Ever since The World Series run In 2018 Nationals Have not been The same team um, COVID kind of Hampered them And uh, A lot of the players That they had Are gone uh, Rendon He's gone um, Pretty much Oh, uh, Scherzer, he's gone. Yeah, and all of the uh, pitching core that they had beforehand, so they're pretty much gone too. So uh, I could see why he's a little bit frustrated. A player of his caliber wants to win more championships. Um, And the other player I kind of have news on is uh, there is a growing belief Freddie Freeman will not re-sign with the Braves. Um, another completely curious one to me, honestly. Um, whenever you think of Freddie Freeman, you think of the Atlanta Braves. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, the team that's not giving him enough money or if it is Freddie that wants a change of scenery. I don't know why they just won the World Series. So, yeah, um, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But... Yeah, um, let's see what else is there. Other than the lockout, which has completely halted any sort of news for baseball. Um, oh, Ryan Zimmerman retired, um, spent his whole entire career as a national, uh, first player ever drafted by the Nationals. Um very cool thing to see a whole a player go of his whole career with one team um for nationals fans this has got to be um kind of a tender spot to talk about um so yeah um good for zimmerman for staying with the nationals his entire career and what an incredible career he had oh um okay so uh, February 28th was the deadline I was talking about So uh, it, actually like 10 days ago It came out um, Spring tra- training has been postponed Until March 5th uh, Officially right now So yeah um, Don't exactly know What the plan is Oh Uh, Last important piece of news I have here. Trevor Bauer will not face any criminal charges in the L.A. court system. Bauer's active investigation by the MLB remains open, however. um, Simply put, uh, Bauer is off the hook for any sort of legal charges. Um, I don't know what the MLB is going to do about that. Um, It's kind of, yeah, I mean... At this point, it would probably be like all conjecture uh, to suspend them for any sort of amount of time. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me if they do it. I did lie to you. There is one more important piece of news. Um, Derek Jeter has parted ways with the Miami Marlins as an owner. Uh, This is the quote that he had. The vision for the future of the franchise is different than the one I signed up to lead. Now is the time for me to step aside as a new season begins (laughs) or lacks beginning. (laughs) Um, It's, yeah, I mean... I think it's kind of like the Michael Jordan complex with the Charlotte Hornets. As a player, you find it hard to understand why your players aren't succeeding if you are particularly good because you can understand what you need to do better individually and improve upon that. Also, considering the fact of how talented both the players were, it's hard for them to understand why it's not being successful. Um, So... Yeah, I, I and also the Marlins have been getting better. Uh, they made the playoffs during the COVID season, even though it was expanded playoffs. But, um, yeah, just, I mean, it, it, it makes sense. Uh, Jeter was not really a big fan of the Marlins. Uh, it, it, the kind of rumblings of it had been coming up before this, but, um, yeah. So, oh. One last kind of fun fact. Um, LB the show developers rewrote the code in order to use Shohei Otani as a two way player. Uh, That was cool for me to see. I I didn't actually know there were two sets of codes for hitters and defense, or pitchers in particular. So they had to give him like two different types of uh, coding so that he could be a two way player. get into some hockey okay Uh, I'm going to read off the NHL standings to you uh, as they are on Monday February 28th Um, in the Eastern Conference uh, Atlantic uh, Florida is number one Uh, the Lightning are number two Florida has is 35 13 and five Tampa Bay is 34, 11, and 6, and the Maple Leafs are third at 35, 14, and 4. In the Metropolitan, uh, the Hurricanes are number one at 37, 11, and 4. Pittsburgh is number two at 33, 14, and 8, and the Rangers are number three at 33, 15 and 5 Igor Shosturkin has been doing wonders for them even though they are not that good of a team wild card um number one in that race is Boston who is 32 17 and 4 and the Capitals uh is number two in that race at 28 18 and 9 um and at the bottom of the division I'm not going to read off the rest of the contenders um, the bottom of the division is the Canadians at 13 33 and 7 and what a fall from grace after making the Stanley Cup last season um, that's kind of been the talking point for the Canadians uh, What? what's the saying I forget what it is they're tanking for uh, dang I completely forgot the prospect's name he's like the number one prospect that's ridiculous anyways western conference moving on um Central division uh, in Colorado is number one at 39 10 and four uh, I think they had like a 15 game winning streak this season they're ridiculous I think they're the favorites to win the cup um, st. Louis is 32 14 and 6 a uh, pretty good season also uh, Minnesota wild 31 16 and three. Pacific Division, Calgary is number one at 31, 14, and 6. That was kind of hockey Siberia for a while. Now they're actually having the pieces meshed together that they've been getting. Uh, Matthew Matthew, gosh dang it, Matthew, Kachuk is having a good season. Um, so, yeah, I'm good for Calgary. Uh, number two, LA Kings, 29, 18, and 7. And number three, Golden Knights, who are 29, 20, and 4. Vegas just got Jack Eichel back. I don't know. They've been – he's been doing all right, you know. Hopefully he'll get back to Jack Eichel things pretty soon. I think he scored his first goal the other day. Uh, Wild card, Nashville is number one at 30, 19, and 4. Also a team that was pretty bad last year. Same with Dallas. Uh, who is number two here at twenty-nine, twenty and three. Um, I am gonna mention one more team here. The Oilers are third in the race with at um <coughs> geez. At twenty-nine, twenty-one and three. Uh Oilers fired their head coach and hired a new one. Um, oilers are they legit now because of their new coach is mcdavid actually going to make it far in the playoffs hopefully i don't know also vander kane has been pretty good for the oilers too bottom of the division um arizona is 14 35 and 4 um doing better than the uh, canadians by actually um i lied no they're not (laughs) um Canadians have more overtime losses as opposed to the Coyotes but Coyotes have one more win uh they're homeless right now and no one wants to watch their games unfortunately because of how bad they are um so they can tank all that they want but nobody really is going to watch them okay uh kind of the number one uh storyline in the NHL right now Uh, has got to be like the treatment of the Russian players after Russia's invasion of Ukraine players have been receiving death threats in the US and um, they are in a difficult position Uh, here I'll just read the uh, NHL's statement uh, regarding it Uh, the National Hockey League condemns Russia's invasion of Ukraine and urges peaceful resolution as quickly as possible um, effective immediately, we are suspending our relationships with our business partners in Russia, and we are pausing our Russian language, social, uh, and digital media sites. In addition, we are discontinuing any consideration of Russia as location for any future competitions involving the NHL. Uh, We also remain concerned about the well-being of the players from Russia who play in the NHL on behalf of their NHL clubs and not on behalf of Russia. We understand they and their families are placed in an extremely difficult position. I would have hoped they said more because players actually are receiving death threats. Um, They should take a strong stance against that, and they should honestly like I like uh, one of the players for the Sabres Dominic Hasek, a uh, previous player said that like every single Russian player should be suspended and not be allowed to play I think that's kind of ridiculous I mean it's yeah it, it, it's a point of contention but um, they have no involvement in Russia's uh, politics. Their own opinion doesn't actually really matter. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they can't really do much about what Russia does. Just that's the country that they're from. Um, all right. Cool. So that that that's one of the main storylines going on right now. Um, let's see. Kind of looking through it as we speak. Um, I actually am also not uh, – I don't have any notes for this section either. Um, but Yeah, I I mean I don't know I just read off the standings So that's kind of what the NHL is like right now Hang on, I'm trying to look at this uh, Instagram account here So that I can get some information for y'all Um Here, wait, wait, wait Almost there Um uh, Oh, here we go. Um, a six-foot guy tried to fight Zidane Chara, six-foot-nine. That's not a good idea, like, ever. Um, I remember seeing a story about Zidane Chara that, like, uh, originally he wanted— or people were saying that he should play basketball because of his size as opposed to hockey, and uh, he wasn't having any of it. Um, that was back when he was, like, a uh, little kid. 20 years old not really little ever but um, when he was younger um, speaking of Zidane Chara, most games played by a defenseman 1,652 uh, Big Z has been playing for a very very long time so yeah um, just looking you know, at a whole bunch of highlights hits um, oh Austin Matthews 76 goals in his last 100 games uh, what's new Ma- Austin Matthews is good at hockey Uh, I think that, uh, he's probably going to win the, um, actually, wait, no, it's between him and McDavid, I don't know, um, as to who's going to win the heart, I don't, I don't exactly know, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, hmm, let's see, oh, here we go, um, Here's some records that were set uh, by some coaches. All right, records after midseason coaching changes. Um, Ma- Andrew uh, Brunette is 28-12-5. and 5. Uh, Bruce Boudreau is 17-7-4. and 4. Wow, that is a heck of a turnaround for the Canucks. Uh, Jay Woodcroft, uh, Woodcroft. Um, that's the new coach for the Oilers, is 5-2-0. And Derek King for the Blackhawks is 17, 17, and 6. And Martin St. Louis for the Canadiens is 4 and 3. Wow, that's that's pretty good. I mean, for how bad the Canadiens have been. Oh, um, Sean Avery had a very short stint with the Orlando Solar Bears. I remember this was getting announced, and then, like, the next week, this week, he was released. So... Yeah, no Sean Avery return. Um, Yeah. All right, well, I think that's going to do it for hockey. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, I'll make sure to take some more notes before the show next time, but uh, those are just some of the things that kind of interested me about hockey news. Uh, And that's going to do it for the sports section of the show If you are listening to the podcast right now You can listen to the live version on Monday nights Slash Tuesday mornings uh, From 12am to 2am Download the Radio FX app And go to Providence College Radio WDOM 91.3 And uh If you're listening on the podcast, if you haven't already, make sure to follow at TPP Sports on Instagram.